Welcome to a Skyrimatic podcast where I will discuss my adventures and misadventures through Skyrim. Join me. Add your stories. Add your tales. Let's uh, let's get into this thing. Uh, welcome back, Skyrimatic podcast. 122. I'm going to say 122. I believe that's what it is. And this week uh, on Facebook Live, um, we're also recording. And I have Steve with me from SkyrimBookClub.ca, your audible for Skyrim. <laughs> I like that. Can I use that as my new intro? Your audible for Skyrim? Yeah. I, yes, absolutely. I mean, because that is kind of what it is. It's awesome. <laughs> I I tend for me my use for Skyrim Book Club is I generally get like twenty of them and then listen to them while I'm doing something at work and I'm like oh yeah I could be playing a game right now instead of whatever mundane garbage I'm currently in the midst of. I see a lot of that actually. I get like big traffic spikes on Sundays. I figure like guys are mowing their lawn or yeah. like, doing their dishes or whatever. Like because yeah. it's really only like three or four minutes a shot, right? You get into yeah. some of the yeah. fiction, and there'll be like ten or twelve. But uh, but I feel like it's like it's like I'm sort of like not just the Audible for Skyrim. I'm true. the Netflix for Skyrim because you binge. That is true. Periodically, that's what you do. You don't you don't you don't tune in every day. You just you wait until I'm done and you binge. Now, how many? yourself have you recorded because i know a bunch of other people have done them but how many have you done do you know how many you've done yourself at this point so i'm gonna sort of lick my finger and hold it up to the wind and here estimate yes <laughs> yeah but i would say that okay we're sneaking up on 350 mm-hmm. i mean you could double check on the website but maybe with what i've got in the can we're gonna cross 350 um i'm gonna ballpark it that maybe about 50 of those are contributions and then the rest are all you yeah yeah 100 percent Nice. That's that's intense. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, that's for sure, lot. for sure. I mean, although you just like you you forget about it. Like I was commenting on uh before we started recording that like it's almost a year to the day yeah. that you and I had our conversation on like what was it, ninety one or ninety two, episode ninety one, ninety two, I Oh yeah, something like that, yeah. So so I'm sitting in I'm sitting in my car because uh, I can't smoke in my house so i'm sitting in my car before <laughs> i have kids before before i come out of the show and uh and i'm thinking about that and, and then like it hits me like like it can't have been a year i it, it's amazing how fast time goes isn't it yeah but also just the idea that like i can't have been doing this for more than a year yeah it feels strange it feels strange you know well you know it's crazy i was and it just hit me the other day i was like uh, because I was scheduling with you and with um, the guys from Character Crusade who are going to be on next week. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, there are, you know, not not counting uh, Elder Scrolls Ultra Record because they do a lot of ES, ESO and stuff like that. But there are four active Skyrim shows six years after the game came out, essentially. Or five and three quarters years or five and a half years after the game came out. Uh you know, there's Character Crusade, obviously, uh, Skyrim Book Club, this show, and our other Let's Play Skyrim, which is just an audio Let's Play of the game. So there's four active <laughs> podcasts about a game that came out almost six years ago. Yeah, isn't that interesting, you know, that it's still grabbing people and still keeping them interested. Yeah, and it's all – each one does a very different thing. Like, we all do very different 
different things. And actually, admittedly, I I think Let's Play Skyrim kind of came up when I was talking to you about Skyrim Book Club around around that same time, and that Skyrim Book Club kind of inspired that. Oh, no kidding! Yeah, That's yeah, really interesting because I know it launched shortly afterwards, and then you see. One of the reasons, by the way, thank you for having me back, Michael. Oh, I really, I really appreciate it. And I wanted before I get going and just start talking for an hour here, uh, you know, you were sort of like the coming out party mm. for Skyrim Book Club. You really, uh, you and you've really just been like awesome. Like I'll listen to your Let's Play stuff. I'll drop in on some of your episodes <laughs> and whatever. And like I just I hear the name of my show periodically. Yes, it's true. You know, you just you drop it out there. So uh, <laughs> I think you really like because I was I was oh four or five weeks in. Yeah, it wasn't that long, that was it? Talking to you? Yeah. No, no, not at all. And so, so, anyways, by the way, just like thanks for that like initial nudge. And oh no, there are other things like... that we'll talk about as we go that I sort of owe you some credit for. But uh, but I'm glad that just sort of something we talked about maybe kicked off something creative for you because I feel like you got me going in the sense of like putting me out in the world. Not that that's really my goal, but you also gave me like the right mindset. You oh, said awesome. something to me off, off, oh, yeah, mic, yeah. I guess, about like it's okay just to do it. Yeah, yeah. And man, I have like never forgotten that. <laughs> and I think that's, that's part of why I made it to a year. That's part of why, um, like I've managed it to be so consistent. Like I've missed one day in mm-hmm. 14 months. Wow. Wow. That's so impressive. Really I, had, I had two papers due on the same day <laughs> and I just didn't manage my time on the previous weekend well enough. And I just, I just ran out of real estate. Yeah, that'll so, uh, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> that or kids yeah. will do it. One, one or the other will will do you in at some point. <laughs> I got one of them too. I got one of them too. Don't worry. But. Yeah, yeah, they, they'll uh, yeah, that'll happen. They'll they'll sometimes steal your time, but that's okay. They're supposed to. But yeah, no, I I remember when we were talking about it, and then uh, kind of in our little uh, group uh, ASA podcasting chat that we have. I like threw it up against the wall. I'm like, oh, what if we did an audio let's play? What would that sound like? <laughs> I'm like, well, this is either going to be really garbage or it's going to be good. I'm like, well, let's try it. And if it's garbage, who cares? It's free anyway. So <laughs> what's, what's really, what's the worst if it's garbage? Who cares? You know? Well, I, I, one man's junk is another man's joy. Exactly. I think it turned out pretty solid. But that that stemmed from actually, I, I think from uh, – when we recorded that night, it kind of, I, I know I had, had the idea kind of milling around, but uh, definitely Skyrim Book Club was a uh, catalyst for that. Well, that's awesome. I do like it, by the way. Uh, I think it's quite interesting. It's, it's, it's a different experience, though. Mm-hmm. I bet, like, you've noticed, like, the narration is a little bit different. Like, if you're doing a video Let's Play, I know you've done some of those. Uh, I think some of the, the people who've come in and done yep. uh, playthroughs for you on that one. I know that they've done videos because I've seen some of them. But it's a different kind of narration, eh? Like you oh, really got to paint the picture right. for the listener a little bit more. Yeah, you kind of have to describe where you're going. I always assume that um, that you know, if people are listening, they've they've played the game enough to understand where I'm going. So I try and explain it some. I'm sh- I know Victor's a little better with describing things, and and, and Colin did his playthrough. So and then we all had. I, I liked that it was different people doing different ones, and we all kind of brought our own thing to it. Yeah, no, that was neat. It was interesting, like to especially sort of like bring through all of your regulars and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's almost a roundtable. Yeah, yeah, to what extent, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. But uh, but you're right. And but you do get that advantage. You get to like lean on the five years this game has been out. So if someone <laughs> says Morthal, you're like, oh, I can picture that in my head. Like, oh, uh, that's Saber where he is. Cat. I know yeah. what a saber cat is. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, you don't have to describe everything because people have enough knowledge of the game at the, and 
if they're discovering it, that's awesome too. Um, <laughs> it, it is pretty amazing. Like we had a serious spike after SE. I mean, um, it was crazy. It was like bigger than when the game originally came. Well, I didn't start till a year and a half later. So, but it was like bigger than any time that the game's been out. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you did the smart thing. You did like tentpole events around it and, yeah. and stuff like that as well. So why don't we bring that up? Actually, I want to like pick your brain. Mm-hmm. I've listened here and there to some of the roundtables and, and whatnot, but so you're playing SE now. I didn't own Dragonborn when it came out, and I'm not yes. paying twice for a game. No. So you, you're probably one of the guys to come to. Like, can you give me sort of the, you know, the the five minute lowdown on really, really like what's different? What would I be getting if I bought it? What's remarkably the same? You know, this kind of stuff. Like, because you'd have the right critical eye for well, that. Well, you're playing on PC, right? Yeah. You're a PC guy, right? That's from what I remember. Hundred um, percent. Yeah. Well. Then really nothing, because I don't. I, I mean, I have SC on my, I have it on my PC, and I play it just vanilla. Um, but like modding wise, the other one you can make look pretty much just as good. The Legacy Edition. Um, so I, I don't know if on PC it's really that big of a difference. I think the biggest difference is on the consoles where you can actually get mods as opposed to you know not having them. Uh, I think that's where it really. Sh- and also, it, it does run much smoother <laughs> than than it did in the past, which is nice. You, you, I'd never experienced a load screen that was like 20 minutes long or whatever. That's because you've learned not to hoard gems. Uh, no, I have not learned that lesson, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> although I am getting better at it, I have to admit. Uh, um, uh, now that I keep – right now, like, I, I'm only playing uh, – because the, managing the mods on Xbox is really not simple, uh, like bouncing between characters and stuff, I tend to play one character at a time. So I de- I don't hoard because like if I'm doing like right now I'm doing the let's play through Dark Brotherhood, uh, I'm oh, that's really all I'm doing you know or leveling up in between um, recordings you know playing for an hour here hour there, and uh, so I don't I don't go through the full game and hoard as much as I do but when I do go through the full game I hoard freaking everything it's ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we've talked this before. I routinely like cheat my carry weight up just to like yeah. get to the dungeon because I yeah. want to keep all these things. Eventually, they'll end up in a barrel, but I need to bring them home now. But you have to have it. <laughs> That's right, absolutely. And like, and it's so funny because like you go through this game and you murder people, you murder them on yeah. a regular yeah. basis, you, you, you kill them dead, set them on fire, whatever, and then you sit there and you agonize over whether or not the weight to value ratio on that axe is worth it. Yeah. Do I take that extra dagger? Do I toss <laughs> it? Do I get? What do I do with that? Like, no qualms about like the dead guy that you're yeah, picking no. up, right? But that's that's the problem. That's the quandary. Yeah. yeah, it's that little bit of weight. That is the worry. That that is what you want to you know. Like, all right, do I take the battle axe or do I take the staff? Always take the staff, of course. It's worth more money. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And you know, your companion will be useful with them. So. Uh, they are. That's for sure. The staffs are great for uh, for the companions. Dual wielding them and. That was something I well, never really, really used that much ahead. in a game, for sure, though, was staffs, actually. I don't use them personally, but yeah. uh, actually, here's another question I want to ask you, because I sort of, I play this game in a vacuum. I have a couple of friends that play it, but, like, no one kind of where it's it's the main game that they're interested mm-hmm. in. And is it just me, or do your followers, like, never use up a magic item? Yeah, I, see, yeah, yeah, it does seem that way. Because, like, I'll run around with a sword of whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I, I'm soul gemming this thing, like, sort of after every game session. Yeah. And I feel like I've given them to, you know, Lydia or Janassa or, you know, whoever I'm playing with. And they just they just indefinitely do this. And, like, you know, three or four game sessions later, you're like, 
hey, I should take a look at that. And the bar's down like in, like a half an inch. Yeah, they've barely used any of it. I mean, I yeah, I'm not sure the exact, you know, the exact mechanic. I'm not sure of when it comes to uh, the followers. But have you experienced that? Yeah, because like, I know you... they don't really run out. Because I have given them like soul trap weapons and stuff like that uh, to fill gems for me. And yeah, they, they don't seem to run run low but i wonder if they reload i don't know if there's some mechanic where they reloaded or something like that you would think i would know like five yeah. and a half years into the game but <laughs> well it's, it's it's what you're interested in right like i'm not a code monkey either so. yeah yeah no no that's definitely not my my forte um definitely other people would be better at uh answering that than i would uh, i've always been more of just a a player <laughs> and ex- you know just experiencing for me, it's always just been uh, like the escape of it. It's just like, all right, I, I have an hour where I don't have to think. That'll be nice. <laughs> Let me do that. Yeah, for me, it's often I have an hour where I should probably be doing something wow. else. Wow. Yeah, to be fair, that's true too. <laughs> <laughs> I, get caught, I get caught doing that a lot. Like, But, you know, you cannot write a final paper on Skyrim. You can't tell your boss, like, dude, come on. I was, I was you know, plumbing the depths of whatever. That is true. That is with true. My, with my sword mage. I'm sorry. I'm tired. I was doing important things. <laughs> that is true. They don't really, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's hard to pass that excuse. <laughs> well, you see, I was in White Run and there was this rumble and I just kind of had to go. I had to, I had to keep going. <laughs> oh, well, here's another one for you. That reminds me, actually, I was thinking about this. Um, if you already have Sanguinous, you know, Vampirus or whatever, mm-hmm. and you start Dawnguard, does that change things substantially? I don't think I've ever been a vampire when I started it. I would, uh, I think you can still go through the Dawn Guard. Um, I don't know. They might attack you. Actually, you know what? Uh, I think I did have it before when I went there and they kept attacking me because I didn't realize I had it, I think. Yeah. You was, just have all these villagers telling you you look a little pale. Yeah. I think it was one of those times where I caught it and didn't realize I had caught it and then oh. went to like go to the Dawn Guard and – it didn't go over so well. <laughs> but no, I guess it wouldn't. Yeah, they're not always so friendly. So, yeah, I don't think I'm trying to remember if I've ever been a while since I went through Dongar. Probably since the last time we did it on a round table, which was a while ago. Which yeah, is one just thing, a stray yeah. thought. I got uh, I got bit yesterday. Oh, did you? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just you know they they mob the gate. Yeah, of whatever town you're in and. You know, and I got bitten. I, you know, I knew that's what it was, but it just it came to mind. So, yeah, I had it happen. Oh, you're, you're you're over two, bud. I've been all these questions. Yeah, no, I'm terrible. I don't know. <laughs> I, when it comes to this kind of stuff, I am awful with it. Like, I'll, I what I'll do because I won't retain it. Like, even if I knew it at some point, I just won't retain it. And then I'll go back and look it up on the UESP. <laughs> go back to UESP and like, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. That, like, I don't. I do a lot of alchemy in the game. I couldn't tell you one recipe. I have no freaking idea. And yet, every single playthrough, I rediscover. Like, I don't ever cheat it. I always rediscover the ingredients by eating them and just randomly making them. But, yeah, no, absolutely. I'm the same. But And then the thing is, then once you do that, like, uh, I assume you're using, like, Sky UI or similar when you're, when you're on PC. Well, on PC, using... yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this is what I'm running. I've been running Sky UI for a long time. And once you eat it, if you have, like, it'll just, there's this little list on the side of, like, mm-hmm. you know, damage, damage magica. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Restore health, yeah. whatever. So you just, like, you don't have to remember now. 
No, yeah, exactly, exactly. But even when I play on like uh, the the Xbox One, like I don't, I I never like you would think I would retain like because invisibility potions I make tons of. One type because I know Nern Root's one of them, but I forget what the other is. Maybe Vampire Dust. I think Vampire Dust is another one. So I, maybe I do retain that one because I use it a ton. Because um, that's like one of the few potions I actually use <laughs> is invisibility because they're great. Um, but I, I'm like, you think I would retain something? <laughs> but I, every every time I go in, I don't remember any of the alchemic ingredients and what they do. I, no, I, I hear you. I'll remember Giant's Toe and Wheat. Oh, yeah. flower. Yep. Put those together, you get a pretty boss healing potion, yep. which you can then sell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. yeah, giant toe. That's, that's what I remember. You know, and they're so hard to come by. So I just hoard a bunch of crap, mix it all together, sell it off. It's always potions that are completely useless because there's 18 different things. Uh, three of them, you know, you know, there's two negative effects and a positive effect. So I'm like, all right, well, that's got to go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but really, I mean, alchemy is, I think. I think you're hitting it right. Like my experience of alchemy is pretty much the same is that like there are two or three potions I want to consistently have in my bag. Yeah. You know, and I'll, I'll pick those up. I mean, I can possibly pick everything regardless, but, but like the rest of them, I'm doing it for the skill up. That's it. That is That's it. Like, yeah. cause alchemy is, is sort of like, unlike enchanting where like the drop rate of enchanted weapons is really low or like to do it, you need soul gems, which is either like this arduous task of having them on you and hitting them with the right weapon or buying them from, you know, mages and looting them and stuff. You know, you, you can sort of, you have a far less limited supply of alchemy stuff That's and true. it's dirt cheap. It's dirt cheap. I mean, you get together a couple thousand dollars, you can clean out an alchemist shop Yep. Make enough stuff out of that to sell it back and turn a profit. So, like, it doesn't cost you anything to do alchemy either. Ultimately, once you reach sort of a certain threshold. So, I just, I just sort of like, I like binge alchemy. Just That's what I do, sit down yeah. for like an hour, and I don't remember anything. If it wasn't for Sky UI, I, I would just you have I would, no idea. Yeah, I'd be starting over every time I wanted to do that, except for like the two or three that I care about, you know. But I mean, that's that's my experience of alchemy. I mean, I I played an alchemist once, which we talked about on the last show. Yes, but yeah. other than that, that's that's all I use it for. It's just it's it's a far it's a far less expensive skill, and you've oh, done yeah. half the work yeah. just by adventuring because you're gathering anyways, right? That's it. You're, as you're going along, you're gathering anyway. I just usually load up a barrel in my house with like eighty million ingredients, and then clear it out every so often, and like level up tons, and then go sell everything off and. Yeah, similar type of thing, basically. Uh, yeah, and I only keep, like, in the beginning, I'll use some health potions or magicka, depending on what I'm playing. And But as it goes on, I don't even need those. And then I'll use, uh, like I said, invisibility is one of the ones I, I really like. And maybe uh, slow or something like that I'll use, you know. But I, I tend to keep potions in my inventory for no reason that I think I'm going to use that I'm never going to use. Um, and I do it every game. So I'll have, like, 45 uh, ultimate stamina potions. <laughs> I'm like, right. I'm never going to use this. Well, and you wonder oh, why you're carrying. like trudging around. Yeah, too. I'm like, why am like, I carrying When you this? get rid of all those potions, I mean, you just dropped 40 pounds. Son. Yeah, yeah. Check that out, right? Uh, but uh, I've actually had the same experience most of the time, but I've recently started like really trying to like push the difficulty mm-hmm. on the game. And Dragon Age is sort of a game that taught me this too. Uh-huh. Like when I ran it through on like sort of normal or whatever the first time, you know, you would just pick up all this junk and never think about it. Yeah. And then you kind of run back through. You're like, okay, like I've, I've kind of done this or I've, I played this game long enough. I haven't finished that game either, by the way, but I've played this game long enough that I get the game system. So let's punch it up a little bit and see if we can make this more like tactically challenging. And suddenly like the value of poisons 
the value of, of like buffs and stuff really uh, become, yeah. really become uh, significant. So I'm finding that with Skyrim is like, you know, as I've sort of, you know, in the, in the games where I sort of moved up the difficulty for a particular reason, suddenly it's like, whoop, do I have any poison for that guy? Oh, that's three Falmer over there. And I'm only level eight. What am I doing here? Well, that's a different question, but <laughs> you know, you're just like, okay, like what can I do? What can I do to these people? Yeah, I definitely do use the the poisons and stuff early in the game, especially if I'm like an archer or something like that, where you're trying to clear house before you you get killed, like when you're level one and you wander into a place that you're not supposed to be, (laughs) especially with like an alt start mod. Or like with your current, you know... Let's play character. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who's yeah, trying? Oh, so God. Hard. Yeah. I God bless him. I'm three, oh, I'm three episodes in, and he's just he's trying so hard. Oh, uh, that's. I can't <laughs> believe it. I was getting killed by a skeleton. Like it was the, like it was the ebony knight or ebony warrior or something. I'm like, what is going on? Like this is not Oblivion, <laughs> where the skeletons were actually incredibly tough. Um, I'm, but I was. I guess I was only level like two at that point or something. I'm like, well, I just shouldn't be here is what it is i shouldn't even be in this area so of course i'm gonna die this is uh, this is silly <laughs> but it's awesome it's awesome yeah it's like it was the fun little, the little yeah. killer that could like I, I find myself like rooting for him yeah because, like it's like sloppy kills and <laughs> yes. he's running like he's running from one person like towards the next person he's going to kill you know like you had to get the townspeople to kill the saber cat oh yes 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 i had to kite him over there yep yeah, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Yeah. but hey, I mean that's that's strategy, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 My early uh, Dark Brotherhood kills were not real clean. I got to admit. Uh, <laughs> when the guy wakes up when you stab him, it's a problem. Uh, so <laughs> that's how low leveled I was. But uh, <laughs> well, in, in your defense, I mean, Astra totally gave you a false impression of how it was going to be. I mean, the first guy you killed for had his hands tied. I mean, okay, I, that is true. I could be an assassin. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Why not? One shot, they were done. That was it. You know, I'm thinking, oh, this guy's sleeping. One shot. He wakes up <laughs> and chases me. <laughs> yeah, they do that. They do that all the time at the least convenient moment. Yes. Thankfully, this was in the wilderness and not in a town um, where I would have to run away. Although I did have to run away from a town at some point, too, I, <laughs> that I recall. Well, it's funny is that sometimes I'll forget where I left off. Like, I always leave off at a, a quest point so I know where to start back up. So that way if I wander off and do something else and level up or whatever, I can just go back to that quest point and uh, know where I'm supposed to go. But, uh, yeah, you start, you know, because you just start exploring and you're like, oh, crap, I got to go I gotta go back and talk to that guy. What the hell was that even about? I don't even remember now. That was like five game hours ago. What, what was I doing? <laughs> it's one of my favorite memes. It's out there somewhere. You can, it's like, you know, it's, when you it's it's a shot of like somebody's like quest log. Oh it's yeah. It's like it's like when you when you reload your character after having not played for three yeah. months or whatever. And it's just a sea of text, right? And you're like, whoa. <laughs> you get like quest ambushed anytime, you know. Anytime well, you go in anywhere, you know, you can't, oh, say, yeah. you can't let anybody talk to you. But you know? it's weird. I find Skyrim is easier for me to hop in and out of and even if I haven't played a character for quite a while, I can generally get the idea. It Sometimes it's tough if it's a very specific type of character or something. Yeah, I was playing like – if I was playing a very specific thing, whether it was like uh, – I had like a vegan character at one point or whatever was going on. You know, those are a little tougher to hop into, but like a general character and I'm just playing how I enjoy playing or whatever. Um 
I find it real easy to hop into, like Oblivion and some other games. Like I, once I'm out of it for a bit, like I'm, I'm like I, I gotta start over. I'm, I just gotta start at the beginning because I have no idea what's going on. You know. Well, I mean, you can just you can just turn a character on, no matter how long they've been sitting on there, and just like just go over there and do something. Yeah, yeah. Like it almost doesn't remember. Like eventually, you'll start poking around the quest log. You'll get back mm-hmm. in the groove. You'll sort of you'll figure out maybe what you were doing. But it also doesn't matter. Because you just need to go left fifty feet, and there's an adventure in Skyrim. There's something else there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and it's just sort of like, okay, what was my setup? I mean, so you check your favorites. You're like, oh, okay, this was the kind of character I was playing. Yeah. Right. yeah. Look at your skills. You're like, okay, well. Oh, we I have a battle axe, not a bow, so that explains that. <laughs> that is one thing I, I have to say. Like the round table and stuff has really helped uh, me do different things that I probably wouldn't have done game wise. Uh, you know, I probably would have moved on to something else, but it's always been something that, uh, you know, gives you a different experience or whatever. Yeah, I sort of took to that as well when I started, like that idea, like when we talked about the roundtables, I'd listened to one or two before mm-hmm. I, I first sort of got on your show, but uh, we talked about it a bit more and then I followed them a little bit more uh, since then. And I've really found that like, that idea is quite exciting. Like I love making characters anyways and trying yeah. different things, but um I've actually like consciously tried to, you know, here's a goal for a character, you know, and then like, yeah. can I realize that? Can you know, I get that? Through? Done, and I've, yeah. I've done a lot of different stuff. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, for the first time ever, I, I ran through the Bards College quest line uh, with that. You suggested a mod. I forget the name of it now, but uh, that kind of enhances it. Oh, it I think it's been like better yeah. Bards College or something like that. But. I think Andrew was using that. Yeah. He, cause he loves the Bards. Wow. And he loves followers. So, like, that quest, he had, like, 40... He Oh, he did it on the uh, Let's Play. Yeah. And he had, like, 55 followers or something. I don't even know. Something oh, my absurd. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. how, does this, how does his machine even go? Yeah, I don't, he tries to meld it down. But he had, like, dogs and goats and, all, you know, all kinds of stuff following him. <laughs> and he went through to Bard's College. But like, Then his computer divorced him at the end. Like, that's yeah. awful. Like, look what you're asking that process <laughs> to do. Yeah, you know I mean, that's, that's horrendous, you know. Uh, but no, but more power to him. I wish I could do that. But, uh, well, then again, I don't because I, I'm sort of – like, you always default back to double daggers. Yeah. I'm a puller. Oh, I like okay. to, I yeah. like to like my ideal is to get up to the point where I can drop runes and then uh, I want to like yeah. snipe somebody and make them run right towards me run, run or right like, get them run towards me and like set the oil on fire. Oh, like I yeah. like to pull, I like to pull and kite <laughs> is the thing. Like I'll often make my companion just wait here. Anybody oh, that's not yeah. stealth by default, like you stand here. Yeah. Don't go here. anywhere. <laughs> you know, like I will bring them to you. And once they get here, they're going to be mad at you. So they'll stay here. You don't have to chase them. Just stand here. But the reason I bring up the Bard's College is because it was the first time that I uh, I played like a support character. Oh, okay. this, this was my thing. Like, you know, and that was sort of bringing in like a more of an old school D&D idea. Mm-hmm. Like the Bard in D&D, especially in the earlier editions of the game, was very much a support character. So he would buff you. Okay. He'd give you plus ones to your attacks and your armor class and, you know, whatever. Uh, would cast spells that would, like, confuse the enemy and that sort of thing. So, you know, you can you can already hear comparisons, right? It's the idea of, like, you know, calm and fear and fury, right? Courage. Oh, yeah, this basically kind of the same. You know, yeah. so, yeah. and, like, healing hands, right? Like, I'm going to heal you. So I actually ran through, and this is the first time I played with Janassa, and really I just, I fell in love with her. I think she's fantastic, but uh, I ran through the whole Bard's College stuff, and uh, like I had a whole sub story with Gordak was his name. I played a, an orc bard because I thought that was funny, but uh, he would just he would he would soup her up, 
and then basically like mess with the enemies <laughs> and and like heal her from a distance. You know, like I would just be like paralyzing people and she would just go in and like cut their throats, right? Or I would like fury them so they'd fight amongst themselves and she'd like dance around the outside stabbing people and every so often they'd aggro her. And yeah, I would just healing hands or, or whatever, you know? Oh, so I thought that that was a really interesting experience is that like, like somebody else is the hero almost. That's, but that was kind yeah. of inspired by Roundtable, you know, just the mm-hmm. idea like try something different, you know, so. Yes, yeah, exactly. And then uh, we had Marcus who made um, a character generator, which – gives you all these attributes and spouse and children and home and all these you know factions everything and it's it's like a great way even if you don't use like the whole thing like you just roll it and then say oh i'm gonna do these things this part of it you know uh it gives you this whole other way to think about it where it just randomizes it so you don't have to like you know none of your biases come into play it's just completely random what you end up with yeah, again, I find that quite tempting too. Like someone tells you you're going to be a necromancer. Yeah. Huh? Okay, I've never done that before. Yeah, yeah. You know, or you're gonna you have to put your you know you have to put your points at a ratio. I think is part of what you guys yes. do too, right? Yeah. Like so many health, so many magicka, that kind of thing. So, so I think that's sort of that's interesting. You know, that it takes just a little bit out of your hands, and it almost makes your character that like touch more real. Like they have a bit of will, if you if you will. Yes, yeah, and they have to figure their way through the world with, you know, whatever limitations they may have, you know, and whatever skills they're, you know, generated with or born with, so to speak, uh, they have to take. So, yeah, I mean, that's uh, – it definitely adds a bit to the game for me uh, over this amount of time where, you know, it's just different things to explore and all that. Different. Yeah, I think that's why I re-roll so often. I'm, yeah. I think it's Victor is is your friend. That, oh like, God, yeah, about twenty twenty five. <laughs> that's that. Like he and I would just be like besties, right? Like we would we could sit around all day talking about our characters because we have probably dozens of them, right? <laughs> you know, so that's definitely my way. Like that's how I keep it fresh. You know, I, I've but become I'm a lot like, like that too. Yeah, I don't know. I I wouldn't say that like I'm I'm cheating at this point. I actually I did it once after watching. You mentioned the uh, character crusade guys. Yes. Watched a, I watched a, I guess a let's play we'll call it, mm-hmm. by a couch warrior oh, called yeah. the Mortal yeah. Blade. Yeah, that was that, that one in particular was the Mortal Blade, and it was obvious from the start that like I think he does this with all of his characters, mm-hmm. but it was obvious from the start of this one that like he pre-built this guy. Yes, like so you you met this person sort of like in media res sort of the expression mm-hmm. is right, and I'd never even considered that before, and like the one time I did it. I built a character and it felt a little sort of like unsatisfying. Okay. So I've kind of walked that back a little bit, but I'm at the point now, like, I mean, I, I cracked, I hit 300 plus hours today playing Skyrim. Mm. So that's not huge. There are people out there with double, triple that or whatever. Yeah, but ask. to me, that's a lot of time with the game. <laughs> yeah. So I, I want like, just like, and I'm, I mean, you get this, you, you have a family, right? You have mm-hmm. you know a job, other interests, all this kind of stuff. Like I just sort of like cheat for time. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, like, like, come on. Eventually, I'm going to put this guy in elven armor. I imagine him to be such and such a way. You know, like, I don't sort of, like, I still start him out at level one. But, like, look, here's a little gear. Just so, like, you're not getting killed, you know, every every 20 minutes. Like, while we kind of push you up to level <laughs> five or six and you're survivable. Like, just to make them a little less brittle. Or, you know, I imagine that this will be your fighting style. So, you know, you're going to come to the table and you're going to sort of, you're going to have those, that, that set of weapons ready. You know, maybe and not even, like, maybe top tier, but... But I do a little bit of like I sort of I gear them a little bit, and uh, you know, uh, once or twice I've probably like 
like bumped a skill up. Like, oh, I, I this person should start X and Y. So you maybe like push his starting stat by you know, five or ten or something. Yeah. But even that, even that feels a bit cheesy to me. Yeah, but I mean, it, it some points it's like uh, it makes sense to do. Like if you want to ex- experience a little different parts of the game. If you're always starting back at square one, you know, after so long, it it's nice to. To be able, like you, you know, I'm going to do all these little things to get to this point, and they're not going to be all that difficult. But it's going to take me whatever five hours of gameplay, which could be six, seven days of, you know, uh, where you get an hour here or 45 minutes there or whatever. So to be able to jump ahead like that is it, definitely worthwhile. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, and that's sort of like I was talking about difficulty earlier, but uh, so I, I do sort of, I run different characters at different difficulties mm-hmm. to find oh, what yeah. I want. But I find like a lot of the time, like I, you know, I started this game and like, okay, well, I'm going to play one step up from normal right mm-hmm. away. And then you kind of push up as you play for a while and see if you could just take it. Because yeah. there's always something about like playing the game on like Nightmare or Impossible or whatever the hardest <laughs> difficulty is, right? Like, it's like it's there taunting you. Like, can yes. you do it? Yeah. Can you survive? But... Uh, but I found actually like I, a lot of the time, like I just, I've dialed it back now because I figured out like ultimately, like I just looked on a wiki at one point, like what is actually harder about this? Yeah. You know, I thought like, okay, they'll throw more enemies at you or whatever, but no, they're just, they're just nerfing your damage. That's it. Yeah. That's all it is. Right. Yeah. And, and increasing the enemy sort of damage. Right. So, so like I can get through all these situations. It just takes more reloads. So again, it yeah. just comes down to like, I want to get quality out of my Skyrim time now. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm going gonna, gonna to run this. I'm just going to run this at normal most of the time, you know, and just avoid those two or three reloads in a particularly tight spot because they're not hitting me like a truck now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so you're getting but I do commit. I, I do commit to my difficulty. Like, I don't – if I'm playing at, like, Master of the Character, for example, whatever, like, I don't dial it down to get past, mm-hmm. like, an automaton or something, you know. Like, I will do it, but – uh, but yeah, yeah. So I find I just I don't want to bother with uh, with the reloading and stuff now. So that's what I mean. Like, so it's all about time now at this point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're trying to utilize what time you have to be able to to you know get your entertainment in. Basically, you don't want to waste it constantly reloading and restarting. And uh, you want to experience the story or whatever quest you're going through or whatever cave you're going to or anything like that. You know. Yeah, I mean, I got books to read. I got no time for loading screens. Come That's on. it. That's it. That's true. Well, you got books. Yeah, you got books to actually act out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Even more than reading it, you actually have to record it. You have to edit it. You have to, <laughs> and everything that goes along with that. Well, that's actually definitely like that's something that's changed from a year ago. Like, I've got a really nice workflow now. Oh, okay. You've kind of got it. Uh, yeah, I would assume after this time, you kind of have you know what you're going to do and how you're going to do it and. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, like I can, I can knock out a week from sitting down, turning the computer on, to having like a week's worth of stuff posted in maybe three and a half, four hours. Oh, that's not depending, on, depending on the length of the books, like you know, from like raw to to done. So, mm-hmm. and you know, like I've just I figured out like the five or six tricks I want to do every time I'm editing. Yeah, like, what effects I want and how to control the room better and all that sort of stuff. And you know, yeah. And then I mean, like I've gotten to the point where, like after a year of just like pounding away at this language and the way that they use it, like I can, I can, I'm getting better at reading them cold. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Like a lot of them are, are sort of like one take with a few like do overs on the lines mm-hmm. now. Well, at that point you must uh, trim down the time then. Oh my God. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? 
Because that was like when uh, you remember when uh, Dave used to email in with the uh, McBeta stories and stuff like that. Yes, I like those. Yeah, I, I, I'm still in touch with him. He's he's currently not playing Skyrim, but still keeping in contact. But uh, uh, yeah, oh my God, some of the names I'd be like, oh God, I'm so bad at this. <laughs> I, I would feel terrible. I'm like, he put so much time and effort in this, and I am so horrible at reading it. <laughs> I'm like. I'm like, oh my god, I cannot do these, na-, you know, because whatever it was, whether it was Elvin or Dorvish or whatever, you know, I was just butchering the hell out of it, uh, or or some kind of or some Scottish uh, phrase was thrown in there that I would completely mangle into oblivion, and I'm like, oh god, I, I gotta get be better at this. Like, this person's pouring so much time into this, and I'm completely destroying it in in the amount of time it takes to read through the words. <laughs> Well, he obviously wasn't offended. I mean, he kept sending this. Yeah, no, no, no. He <laughs> to never, be fair, right? He never yelled at me for it, so I'll take that. <laughs> no, I, I definitely put in the effort to read it, but man, I was bad at it. I was I was bad at uh, some of the some of the words for sure. <laughs> but I, I guess after you've read so many books, it does kind of everything starts to flow a little better. You kind of get the gist of everything and how things, even some of the Skyrim specific words are pronounced and things like that. Yeah. And I mean like, uh, and I don't mean this like tongue in cheek, but like the people that listen have been helpful about that. Like Mm. I had a guy tell me that I was pronouncing alien wrong. Oh, okay. And like, that's, that's okay. Cool. Tell me that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It was fine. So you get little like sort of tips and tricks like that. Or I learned really early on, like just go online and like, you know, Google it somewhere. There will be a video. With of someone saying that, you know, yeah. like I remember I was doing uh, one of them related to like her scene, I guess it is. And okay. I did not want to screw that up because I know the companions is like a big quest and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Like he's a god, right? So, yeah. so I mean, I may have just screwed it up now, but uh, there was that kind of thing. You should go into Google it. But yeah, you learn sort of like how the language is used, like J's are funny, you know, yes. yeah. that sort of thing. And sometimes you're still just faking it. I mean, like, you know, whatever. And there are still, I'm still editing out some unhappy, unhappy noises from time to time <laughs> as I like stumble over a place name over and over and over again. You oh know. my God. Yeah. That's what the ruins would always get me. The Dwemer ruins. My God. Some of those uh, names. <laughs> they yeah. Proper names are the worst, but uh, yeah, absolutely. Thank goodness. I haven't done too many of those. I mean, eventually I'll just end up where that'll be the option, right? Yeah, and the alphabet soup to end the podcast. You know, the last ten books will just be, you know, it'll like, be like one a week, one a week. You know what I mean? At this point, because you're just throwing your mic at the wall, just trying to get through it. Like, oh, I gotta finish. I gotta finish. <laughs> How much you're looking for that like angel contributor? You're like, oh, you want to read? Eh, I've got these books left. <laughs> yeah, here's the perfect one. <laughs> it's very for easy. you, absolutely. <laughs> How many books do you have left? Um, like I said before, uh, we're sneaking up on about 350. 350 I mean, I'd yeah, have to, yeah. I'd have to go to the website and, and check to give you the exact number, but I think the, well, here's what I'm using for my benchmark. Mm-hmm. If you, if you like look at the heading for books on yeah. the Elder Scrolls Wikia, this may not be exact, but it says like, there's, you know, there's, there's 816, 8, 820, something like that item codes that correspond to books, books in the game. Yeah. Okay, now bear in mind that includes the like 110 spells. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So right yeah. away you can chop that number down. Uh, like or like 80 or 90 of them are spells. Uh, there's recipes. 
yeah, like you know when you too. Grab some yeah. papers. Like I'm not gonna read to somebody how to how to make a healing potion. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. And uh, you know? some carrier notes and things like that. I would assume too. Well, no, I think near the end, I'm going to yeah. have to start thinking about how I want to handle that stuff yeah. and sort of triage it, right? But, mm-hmm. um, like, I I would say that, like, proper books, and this is judging by a person who I think is the only person who's actually sort of finished a full archive. Like, when I started into this, I noticed a lot of people have some interest, and you can find lots of recordings of, especially the more popular books from Skyrim. Like, I'm doing Dance and Fire this week oh, uh, yeah. as we're talking. That's, that's what's publishing. I'm working through those seven books at the moment, and there's definitely lots of recordings of those because it's you know it's a good piece of fiction. The main character is interesting and flawed and funny and whatever, right? But all, all this to say that like there is the there is this woman who runs a YouTube channel uh, called the RPG Chick, hmm. and this is a couple of years old now. I suspect what I'm referring to, but she has two like 200ish video uh, playlists of the oh, books wow. from Skyrim. And like, I kind of eyeballed that a while compared it to the wikis. And I think that's sort of like the proper, like here's a piece of fiction or here's sort of a narrative piece of history. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so all that to say anyways, that like, if you go back to what we we're talking about, about Elder Scrolls wiki, you got about eight fifteen or so uh, you chop out, you chop out recipes and potions. And there's going to be a few books that like, I just sort of can't read. Like I really want to read Colby and the dragon, but it's a choose your own adventure. So I'm not sure how to handle that. Oh yeah. How, yeah, that's, that's not easy. I might, I might actually like, I mean, I'm I'm occasionally tempted to like sit my daughter in my lap and try to figure out something like that with it. Or uh, like shadow marks is another one. It's an interesting book, but like it relies on a visual. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I'm not going to describe the symbol to you. Yeah, that's how do you... Because that would break yeah. the narrative, right? So there's going to yeah. be a few of them like that that are going to get run together. So all that to say that you probably get down to about like 700 and a little bit of change. Like it might mm-hmm. it might take 100 out. Like the odd book you can't read, the yeah. spell books, recipes. It might pull about 100 out of the... Uh, out of the, So you're looking around 700. So we're sneaking up on 350. So about halfway. No, that's about not halfway. bad. That's not bad. And that's only been a year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, bad. you know, I mean... You figure, like, we've been going five days a week since, like, March yeah. of 2016. Well, really, really April. April, I would say, like, April 1st or 2nd, like, whatever the first Monday of April was, mm-hmm. 2016. That's when the five a week started. started and like I said out, earlier, yeah. like, I've only missed one episode uh, in, in the time since then. Only only one day, pardon me, have I not had an upload, so. That's impressive. <laughs> well, again, that was about the workflow, though. Although, here, I'm going to tell you a secret. I'm going to tell you a secret. Well, I'm going to tell... You know, all the all the people watching or whatever, uh, a secret. If you're getting episodes mm-hmm. in the morning, I've I've built up a backlog I've recorded on the weekend and I've pre-posted them. If they're showing up around four or five in the afternoon, I've gotten caught. Like I've had to go to my mother-in-law's <laughs> for something on the weekend or I've had a paper or whatever. And I'm literally doing them between work and picking my kid up at school. Oh, like that's I'm, doing, awesome. I'm doing them live. Like you're literally <laughs> getting them like 45 minutes after I sat down and picked the book. Because I just I have to get one done. I like my commitment. I once had something. I went to Perth. So, uh, I live in Ottawa, Canada. Yeah. Uh, Perth, Ontario, is about an hour and forty five minutes drive away. It was like my dad's birthday, or something. So we take this road trip down there, and we come all the way back after dinner. And we don't even get home until like nine thirty. And I realized that I had forgotten to like schedule something. Right. And I looking through my archive. I don't have anything. I'm like, I'm cursing. My wife is like, why are you giving up? You still have two hours. And I'm like, that's right. So I posted, <laughs> I posted an episode at like 11 PM. I'm like, screw you. We had a book on Tuesday. My streak, my streak exists. Right. So that's it. Sorry. Sorry. So it was, yeah. 
the dark side of the dark side of audio booking right there. But, but yeah, that's so that's the little dirty secret for you right there. Is like if you're seeing them, if the first link out to them is in the afternoon, I'm, I'm playing catch up. Yeah, that, that, sure. yeah, that means something else was going on, and and you're getting it out there. <laughs> That's yeah, I'm actually going to try to like build up a bunch this summer because we're having another baby at the end of August. Oh, so yeah. like, I figure I'm going to need a couple of weeks of like I'm not sleeping. Oh, that's going to happen. Yeah, you know that already. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Been there, done that. <laughs> yeah, <so>. exactly. <laughs> but I have this plan. I have this plan about how I'm going to deal with this, right? Is my wife and I figured out with my first kid that you have to like kick each other out of the house. It's true, yeah. Like just, just like, I mean, she, I think maybe about six or eight weeks in, you start just you're climbing the walls. Oh yeah. And like, you know, the fact that your, your spouse is breathing is, is fundamentally agitating to you. Like whatever, right? Your nose is whistling. I hate you. <laughs> no, I'm teasing a little bit, but you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, like, definitely. Put so pressure on you. So it was like, no, you, you have to, you know, she was a, she's a role-playing gamer, right? Like a tabletop gamer. Like oh, okay. I am. Um, so it'd be like, you know, she'd been in like a regular game with people for, uh, for some time before the baby came. Like you have to go back, you have to go back and do that. Yeah, you have to have and something just, just else. Go yeah, go out, like just go away, like you know. I will not. The baby will survive. Mm-hmm. You need to go talk to somebody who's not me about stuff that's not family, right? So all that to say that, like, we've learned that lesson. So I feel like I'm going to have to do something with a kid in each hand every week. Oh yeah. But my payback, my payback is going to be my podcast time. That'll be so your time away. You're just, yeah. just going to give me that four hours in the basement, one way or the other. Just tank the baby, you know, yeah. and. And keep keep my uh, my four or five year old. Well, she'll be almost five at that point. But like keep my other kid busy. So I think that like that'll be my little escape. Like you know, I'll just end up in the world of in the world of Tamriel. So. <laughs> yeah. But I'm also trying to build up a backlog. Let's let's be honest. Let's yeah. not be. <laughs> That's yeah. I, I I don't blame you. You always got to have something sitting there just in case. <laughs> we were good at that for a while uh, when the roundtable was going on. It would allow me to um, build some some extra stuff up. Um, recently, I, this time of year is tough, uh, traveling and summer and coming up and spring and, you know, it's just, you know, real life. So it, it's well, your bedtime's really early now, Michael. I'm only 39. You see, I'm still a young puppy. <laughs> here too, so I, I've got an extra like 45 minutes that I could be awake. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. I wind down pretty early. Although sometimes I get caught recording late. Not this, this show. I don't generally record late because, you know, I'm. Either we record it on the weekends if everybody's getting together because we have so many different time zones, or uh, if it's during the week, I do it as soon as I get home from work before I pick up my son, um, or I'll do it on like Sunday morning long before anybody else is up <laughs> because I wake up at ridiculous hours on the weekend too because it's like sleeping in. Um, <laughs> so this show generally recorded it. if it's a solo one, it's like Sunday morning. Um, if it's the group one, we usually get together like on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon, since we have people in the UK, you know, uh, people in different parts of the U S it's just easier. That, that seems to be the best time for everybody where it balances out for everybody's schedule. Yeah. Cause everybody can, you know, because the day is so open, everybody can be available yeah, at yeah. different times of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are at the end of their day, some are in the middle of it, you know, and then summer's always tougher because people go outside and stuff, you know? <laughs> But a lot of less people listen in the summer, too, I find, in general. You know, just because, yeah, everything, you know, it's summertime. People are going out. But I guess it is wintertime in a lot of places, so 
you would think maybe yeah see what we're doing is we really got to start like singling out the southern hemisphere yeah yeah we got to be doing content that's relevant to like the global south at this point and you know that's that's how you kind of maintain your audience all the way through we've always had a pretty solid australian base Um, oh yeah 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 interesting well sherry's been uh yeah individually sherry's been in in a group and listening on and off or whatever for a long time i actually met her in san diego which was amazing um and i know there's been other people from australia that have emailed in and you know i I don't really check and see like get that detailed into like where everybody's listening from but i know i think australia has a pretty good podcast listening base in general just from listening to other shows too yeah, no kidding. Well, I think the, the trick there too, without going too far down the rabbit hole, is they're like they're the most like North American yeah, part of the yeah, part of the world. For sure, There's no yeah. language barrier. No, I mean they no, were an, they were an English colony, right? Yeah. So like they're going to consume they're going to consume American and and you know generally mm-hmm. North American media more yeah, readily yeah. than like you know people in India, right? Or people exactly. in, you know Cambodia, whatever. You know who I'm sure you know I'm you know I'm sure there are, there are people that share our interests the world over, but you know, I'm not Google translating these books live, right? Or, yeah, there, there's always going to be that language barrier. Yeah, whereas here, there, yeah, with Australia, there's not going to be, yeah. So I think that's why you kind of get a spike down there. Mm-hmm. That, that does make head, sense, but, yeah. yeah. That would make sense of why it's one of the more prominent podcast uh, listening places. It feels like it's like U.S., U.K., um, Australia was a big one. I didn't know that. I didn't know that at all. I yeah. mean, th- th- there was sort of they were sort of statistically higher than average for it's, podcasts. I mean, I could be wrong, but it just seems so just from everything, you know, just in general from this show and, and other shows and talking to people. And it might just be a cultural thing down there too. Maybe, you know, they've had uh, better access to internet. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, it, you know, it could be something as simple as that too as well. Nobody knocks on your door and asks you why you're listening to it in Australia, whereas other other <laughs> other countries that shall remain nameless in that part of the world do. Right? That there is are true, people yeah. who can't watch this Facebook Live right now. So, that but anyways, true. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go off on a rant. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, that's true. Yeah, they don't have any. There's no barriers really. So, yeah, that, that's for sure. But that is uh, that is a good thing. Now, uh, I don't know if you're a podcast listener, and this is gonna veer off of uh, Skyrim, but. Uh, are you a podcast listener in general? Um, other stuff? I'm going to cautiously say yes. Um, more so, like I'm I'm a I'm sort of like a quality over quantity guy, or like yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. sign Netflix podcasts at this point. Yeah. Like I used to listen to a bunch. I cast a pretty wide net, but uh, now you've again, narrowed like, down. At this point, like I work full time. I go to school in the evening. Yeah. I got a kid. You know, I want to have a relationship with my wife. You know, I want to go outside and talk to real people. So I really sort of have trimmed down. Like mm-hmm. I kind of, I'll eat one podcast for a while or like I'll get current and then I'll go back and catch up on a different one. Something and, and else. So, yeah. Yeah. so the answer is yes, I like podcasts, but I don't have like, I have a lot in my iTunes library that are starting to say like, you haven't downloaded this. So <laughs> uh, yeah. I think we've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've actually, um, CBC has done a lot of great ones in the past year or two. Okay. Anything um, jumping out at you? Yeah. I like uh, the Canada, Canadian content, by the way. Thank you. Yes. Yes. And, and that's what I was asking because um, th- they've done some really strong content with um, 
uh, and, and it's mostly uh, true crime kind of stuff, but they take it from a much more human angle than I think some of the other ones do, which is nice. But um, uh, someone knows something is uh, is one that, uh, CBC produced. It has two seasons. Uh, Missing and Murdered is one that actually deals with um, uh, like the Northwest Territories. What is that highway? It's indigenous, it's indigenous women. Is what yes, the, yes, this yes. Is actually, sort of a fairly large political issue. So that's yes. kind of they're trying to make it real for people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's uh, there's there's a there's a whole lot of in the going on with that in the last couple of years. Yeah. It's been uh, sort of front and center in a lot of our sort of national politics. And I mean, and like rightly so, without yeah. again going yeah. off on a rant, I mean, just yeah. they're like far, far beyond the percentage that, that, you know, the Inuit represent of the population or that like the First Nations represent, like their women go missing. Yes. Yeah. It's like some incredible number. And it was like, yeah. uh, and I thought both while doing two different things, one was about uh, the murder of somebody who I think it was in, in the Toronto area in general. Um, whereas the other one, Missing and Murdered, obviously dealt with uh, the indigenous women, but it, it focused on one case, but then took this wide lens at the end and was like, hey, look, I know you're thinking of this one case, but look at this, you know, and I I, I really love how the CBC has handled it uh, as compared to some other ones, maybe, or, you know. Uh, yeah, they get a lot of flack in this country from the right for being sort of very liberal mm-hmm. and being a bit of a mouthpiece for that particular party and yada, yada. But I mean, I'm not going to, again, I'm not going to get into that one, one way or the other. But uh, the idea there is I, I like the approach as well because it was, here's an individual story. Like you're mm-hmm. hearing about this in the news, but like, what was it Stalin said? Like, like a thousand dead people is a tragedy and a yep. million is a statistic. Yeah. Yeah. So the idea is here's a human face and then they kind of like put it. So I, I like that kind of stuff. I mean, not to deflect it, but for my for my interest on on the CBC, I like stuff like Big Ideas. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, they do like sort of these thirty minute mm-hmm. uh, episodes where they kind of introduce you to a concept or whatever. Uh, I'm a big fan of their radio, actually. Like, it's it's funny, like, uh, you know, like yourself. I think, well, you started off as a fan of talk radio, but I mm-hmm. find more and more like I'll still listen to to current music. Like, in, I'm a rock fan, right? Yeah. So I'm still going to listen to what's what's current, but like. Half the time, like I want to know what's going on in the world now. You know, I listen to I listen to the CBC sort of on my commute, a lot of the time. When I'm not listening to some other podcast, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, they've got a lot of like interesting like science and tech stuff as well, and uh, and that sort of thing. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I've I've liked a lot of their content, and uh, you know, um, I kind of got stuck in that true crime wave for a bit. Uh, but I listen to a little bit of everything. So I, oh, I have a sure, lot like serial that. killers, right? Like they're fascinating or just like it's DSI only it's real. Like that's, yeah. that's pretty interesting too, right? That there's something about all of us that like slows down for yes. car accidents that just it's... wants to know about that stuff. It's almost like watching a horror movie, right? Like, cause you know, you're safe. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Well, there were and some it's a, that it's a puzzle too. So. The ones I tended to listen to were ones that, um, well, there were some that I listened to and then switched to hate listening to. <laughs> because <laughs> I have that kind of time where I'll listen to something where I'm like, I cannot believe you're doing this still. This is terrible, but never mind. But um, Not the CBC, sir. No, 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 no. It was not, believe me, it was none of those. I, I really appreciated those, actually. But I would listen to other ones where also they took more of a viewpoint rather than just the, here's the story of somebody who was killed. It was like, well, you know, like Into the Dark was a very good one or uh, Accused. Where it looked at, all right, there was this murder and this person was looked at for it or arrested for it or put away for it. But they're like, well, 
you know, they kind of looked at the bigger scope, like, well, what did it cause? What ripple effects came from this? Where, you know, and uh, I really liked those. They were, they were, I tend to like the ones that uh, have more to them than what's on the surface uh, that you would think is on the surface, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I think that like, I, I consumed more of that like through TV. Like I was a yeah. big like A&E fan. Oh yeah. Back there, right. So like you get a lot of that kind of yeah. stuff, the kind of biographies and documentaries mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So that's definitely where I got that kind of stuff. Um, I like Freakonomics as well. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good yeah. podcast. I read, I read their book, however many years ago. And uh, I just, I like, I like sort of the twist they put on it. The fact that they're asking sort of interesting questions or they'll ask sort of something that's kind of in the zeitgeist, but they come at it from sort of this like, like perpendicular angle. You know what I mean? Like, I so I, I always find I find their content pretty interesting. Yeah, definitely, definitely, and that's what I like. I like different stuff, but I I tend to dip into things, dip out. I have my basic ones that I listen to, but I have a lot more uh, podcasts listening time. Like at work, I I can listen to stuff like that, and on the way to work, driving, uh, and such. But uh, so so that that affords me a lot more time. But um, there there's ones that I fall off of. Obviously, I have you know my TV ones, you know, just for background noise like oh i watched that show let me get a recap of it i don't know why i'm getting a recap of a show i just watched but whatever but <laughs> it's, it's, it's filling the time in between but uh i sort of look at those as like the coles notes of tv like i don't want to pay for hbo so yeah. i'll just listen i'll just find out what's going the, on dude, i'll yeah, just find yeah. i'll find a free recap podcast yeah and i can do the water cooler talk and i you know <laughs> i'll be completely up to date <laughs> See, it's funny. Like I'm, I'm like that with with hockey now. Like I, oh, used yeah. to, I, I was, I was in the cult. I, I'm, I'm, you know, Canadian boy uh, through and through. I was in, I was in the cult for a long time. You know, following like a half a dozen teams, twenty guys. You know, you got the NHL center ice package on yeah. your, whatever. You know, like just right into it. You know what I mean? And then sort of like you reach a point where you're like you realize that like, like wow, like I'm putting a lot of time. Like it's a part time job here. Yeah, then yeah, I put that's into it. this right, like, like maybe I should go outside and get some fresh air or whatever, right? Instead of staying inside, shouting at hockey players to shoot the puck. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I just mean like it just it you just sort of you realize like like you're putting all this brain power into something, right? Whatever it happens to be. So now I just like I get the scores and the headlines, and I keep a basic idea of like who the current players and stuff are, so that like when I bump into people for whom it's a passion. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of, yeah, like I can nod in the right spots and I could grow in the right spots. And like, I get how the game works, right? Yeah, so, you know the game enough to be able to, yeah, 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 hold that conversation. But I mean, like, like I'm not I'm not fantasy drafting anymore yeah, at no, this point. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. You know, so so that's it. You fall off things, right? You fall off. It's true, life, yeah. You know? yep. But like now in exchange for like, you know, as you could appreciate, like in exchange for not spending 20 hours a week watching hockey, like I have a relationship with my children. That's yes, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I sort of fell off hockey before my kid came, but like you take my point, right? Yeah, no, completely. Yeah, things with your time. Yeah, no, I was the same way. I was was real big into a lot of sports. Now I I pretty much just follow the NBA, and uh, you know, I don't follow it to the point where like I know absolutely everything about everything. But you know, I I follow it more than anything else. And I was just like, I gotta let everything else go because I just don't have time. you know, well, I'm gonna do I you a think. solid. I'm gonna do you a solid right here. Okay, so listen, I'm gonna give you a whole bunch of free time in your life now. Uh-oh. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you time for creativity, time for family, time for. <laughs> here is the thing that you need to know. Yes. 
the most fantastic part of every basketball game is the last five minutes. <laughs> that is true. Okay, because they all end on a difference of three points anyways. And it's all about the timeouts and getting the ball out. Yep. This is when all the strategy comes in. The first the first three quarters is just because you Americans like big scores. Yes, it's true. Yeah, it's I, true. I love I love yeah. you. I think you're fantastic. But, like, the last ten minutes of a basketball game are awesome, and I just won't even bother with the rest of it. No, it's true. It definitely. No, that's def- I mean, I watch a lot of NBA games, and that's for sure yeah. true. <laughs> And that's why I hate soccer because it's like 90 minutes of torture plus stoppages and hooligans and they could have scored in the first minute. And if you were taking a whiz, you've missed the whole game. <laughs> yeah. You've missed the whole game because now it's just 20 guys or whatever. And he's running around kicking a ball. It, it's one nil and they're trying to hold the ball for the rest of the day. It rested in 90 minutes. And that's yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I mean, no wonder these guys roll around on the ground and dive and grab their knees. Yeah. I mean, you got to oh. give the fans something, right? Like, yeah. oh. God. It's like it's sort of like the Globe Theater with a ball, right? Like yeah. just to like keep you entertained. But but no, so I, I'm just teasing. But there you go. I just gave you 45 minutes a day back in your life. There we go. Look at that. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I needed that time back. Uh, I got to raise a child, so. <laughs> Although at some point oh, no, they you, don't, you, don't, you don't have to do that. I mean, you could just like watch TV if you want or whatever. That's <laughs> true. Oh, he's at the point now where he's like, oh wait, you want to do something? Okay. Um... <laughs> Although we uh, we do it's, game it's at times. Weird. My yeah. dad's trying to be cool. Yeah, he wants to do stuff. I don't know what to do, guys. <laughs> we did uh, just set up because um, we had two old 360s laying around. He's like, well, we should play Minecraft um, on the same world. So then I had to spend two days trying to figure out how to get him on Xbox Live, me on Xbox Live, on two separate TVs in two different parts of the house. And then we talked on the phone to each other from two separate parts of the house playing Minecraft. <laughs> you know, and this is why people use PCs, right? Like, yes. Yeah. You know, yes, yes. I'm not an anti-console guy. I no, no. I agree. Whatever. Yeah. Just, you know. But yeah, that's awesome, though. That's awesome to be doing something, like, collective or whatever. Yeah. My yeah. best friend and his kid just started playing Dungeons & Dragons together. He's oh, about the awesome. same as Connor. Yeah. So. That's kind of, like, how they're meeting in the middle now, you know, with a hobby. Yeah. Although they played Minecraft, sort of, together, if you will, as well. We, we've played it together many times. It always goes uh, downhill quickly. Um <laughs> <laughs> but it is fun. Yeah, I bet this is a sweet spot. I bet this is a sweet spot, right? Like around six or seven, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now it's like, well, I, I'm gonna go just go do this. I'm like, wait, but I'm doing this. Like, so shouldn't you be doing that? He's like, yeah, but no, no, no I'm gonna go. I'm like, oh god, we're never gonna, we're not gonna survive the night. We're not gonna have beds. We're not, gonna, we're not gonna have torches. <laughs> yeah, so you you end up doing like what little kids do is like parallel play. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's right? all, like yeah. you're, not, you're not really playing together. You're just kind of in the yeah. same sandbox. Dude, we're so. we're in the same world, and that's about it. So <laughs> I'm like, all right, all right, but you got, you really got to go get the wood because I'm going to go get this. He's like, yeah, but I'm coming over, so I'm I'm going to be mining too. So I'm like, oh god. <laughs> so like just like real life, you're stuck being the responsible one. I see. Yes. Yeah. Well, I that's guess that's how it's supposed to be. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the responsible one who has to set up the games and all that, so <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> and pay for. That them. must be nice, though, like, that he's reached a point where you can like share a hobby with him. Yeah, no, it is fun. He's actually been into gaming for a while. He actually played. I think he's been playing Skyrim since he was like four. Um, he's always kind of liked it. You know, he's gotten a lot better at it now. Like now, he'll play on the PC. He always he'll he's actually the one playing on the PC right now. I don't even I haven't picked up the PC in a while. Um, so he's, he's kind of taken that over. <laughs> well, anyway, he's got all these pre-generated characters you can play with. Yeah. Yeah. He'll usually pick up one that's, he doesn't care where it's at in its lifespan. He's like, oh, I'll just use this one. What, 
what does he have? What armor does he have? All right, go whatever. <laughs> I'll, I'll choose this one. I don't care. It looks kind of witchy. Okay, yeah. let's shoot fire at people until we figure out what else he can do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or if it's like what I'm using, I'm like, yeah, 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 don't be selling all my stuff and like changing his armor and all this crap. Like, I need to play this guy. <laughs> oh my God. This was like the hardest part for me with parenting. I swear to you, this has been like surprisingly, like, I mean, all the typical stuff that you read about yeah. in books, that's all true. But like, really trying not to tell my kid that she's playing wrong. Yes. Because <laughs> like, it's just, you have this like adult understanding of like what yeah. needs to be done and you're goal oriented and whatever it is, or, or you want to goof off or whatever, whatever it is. But like, just, just, and it could be anything. It could be like jacks. Like it doesn't matter. But like to tell them at any age, like you're, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Cause like, that's the urge is just like the stress of playing with your kid is, is to not do that. That's it. That's it. It's like, no, no, no. Oh, wait, you're just figuring it all out. Okay. I, I gotta stop. <laughs> like I watched my kid not so long ago, spent 20 minutes, like shooting fire and then frost and then fire yeah. and then yeah. frost, uh, you know, just, but she's just sort of like intuitively understanding. Like, she's figured out the mouse buttons and how it works. And she's just experimenting. Like, can I actually set stuff on fire? But like, you're like, but come on, this world is huge. We've got bandits <laughs> yeah. stuff to do. You're not making any money. You're not going to level up doing this kid. What's wrong yeah. with you? You know what I mean? So, but yeah, she's having a gale time, right? So it doesn't matter. But. That's it. That's all the road. Yeah. They're just like, all right, I killed a bear. All right. Time to move on. <laughs> And you're like, but yeah. you didn't loot the bear. You got to get the claws. You got to get the. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Nope. Done. Done. The first thing my daughter does every time she logs into Skyrim, she jumps on her bed. Oh, yeah. She spends like five <laughs> minutes like, in the space bar making your character jump on her bed at the college. Jump on her bed. Oh, doing, that's doing, great. Every time. Every time. It's it's like the ritual. You know what I mean? It's, it's warm up. I mean, it's good to limber up before you go out on an adventure, right? Because you never know what's going to be out yeah. there. But yeah. Well, and you might yeah, as well jump on the bed because it's the least soft. <laughs> She can, you know, and this is the thing, like, she she can get away with it in Skyrim because she can't do it at home, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can pretty much do anything there. You can run across the table and kick all the pitchers and plates and everything else off of it. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, that's great. At home, no good. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't agree with that at dinner time, do we, really? Yeah, please don't jump on the table and kick everything all over the place. Or, or shout it off the table and blast everybody in the palace with it. Oh, no, that, that happens. That's when they're toddlers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just, they just true. boost everything back <laughs> yeah. at you for for a good stretch there. Yeah, absolutely. pretty much. Yeah, that is a good point. That is what happened. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because my I have a, a nephew that oh god uh, two, and we babysat like a couple weeks ago for him and uh, my niece who is not even one yet, and it was like. You don't realize how much you've forgotten when your child is nine, <laughs> and you go back to potty training age, and before that, and we were like, "Like what the? Like how did we? Like what? <laughs> like what do we do? <laughs> how do you put a diaper on? It's like three men and a baby all over. Yeah, like, yeah, oh like God, this thing. What is it doing? Yeah. We're like, oh yeah, no problem. I mean, we did this before. Oh wait, that was like seven years ago. Wait, what do we do? Um. <laughs> Connor, get over here. Help out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Hold my phone. Google this. Yeah, yeah. Figure this out for me. He's like, no, 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 I'll take him to the bathroom. I, I know how to do it. Don't worry. You know, because he goes up there and plays them all the time. So he's like, right, come on. Come on, Andrew. Come on. And I'm like, oh, oh that's what we do. Okay. All well, right. See, that's the trick, right? That you have to delegate that stuff, right? It's your important job, buddy. That's it. It's, yeah. You know, it's 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 your special time with your brother. You're bonding. Help us you know out. While you're doing yeah. it. You can do it. I believe in you. I believe in you. Make me proud, Connor. Make me proud. That's it. Uh, you know.
It's earning his stripes. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we're slowly like indoctrinating my daughter into this concept that she's going to be a sister. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, she's pretty excited about it in general, like, cause, uh, she has a brand new niece. I mean, like four months old. Right. So she's very enamored with babies right away. And then that sort of kicked off. Like you have to watch her in public now. Cause she'll just walk up to like random strange little children and start wanting to touch them or hold oh, them. <laughs> My daughter really is like, like she kind of like in her mind, she understands the concept of strangers at this point, you know, and that sort of stuff. And you really drilled it into them when they're young, but Oh my God, she just wants to like hug everybody's kid. I mean, oh, we've gotten gosh, her to the right. point at least ask first. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so I think that like she's gonna treat like her her next her her next sibling like like a cabbage patch doll. You don't want to just do everything and stuff like that. So we're kind of like, oh, that's great. It's a great idea, blah, blah, blah. And like, and like when we all sort of like cuddle in the bed or whatever, we'll tell her like we're having a family snuggle. There's four of us, like trying to get her used to this idea that there's another person, you know? And uh, we're even like buying her books about you're a big sister now and blah, 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 right? Oh, so we're man. slowly like working her, working her into this. And she'll talk about, oh, I'm going to teach her this and teach her that. So I'm kind of hoping that we can like sort of like trick her into thinking this is a good idea. <laughs> Delegate something. <laughs> Yeah, like just or just 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 like long enough to get the next one walking in toilet trains, so that like once they're fighting, I don't care because you know they can handle their bodily functions. Yeah, do it outside. that's yeah. yeah, that's the important stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really need to be involved. I can tap out at that point. You know, that is, no, that is good. But that's what they're for. That's what uh, you know. They're to help the siblings out, help each other out. <laughs> yeah, no, no, quite right, quite right. Following your siblings' yeah, footsteps, so it should be faster. Looking forward to that. Yeah. That's what they say. That you know, that's what they say. They say that like second kids, uh, especially with like, quicker, sort of yeah. a particular gap, they talk faster, or not at all because the first one will talk for them. But like if they, oh yeah, that's they true. Yeah, I have heard that where yeah, sometimes the older one will talk for yeah, yeah. That is oh, they point. use them. My my wife yeah. is like this. Like they use them as an excuse. <laughs> the baby wants this. The baby wants that. That sounds. You know? Oh god, that, I don't even yeah. want to get into that. But never mind. It sounded like something that happens in this house, but it doesn't involve a baby or my wife or I. But <laughs> fair enough. Uh, as my mic falls down, <laughs> see, I was punished for for thinking what I was thinking. Um, We're having a good time. We're having a good time. There you go. But uh, we are we're a little over an hour, so I don't I don't want to take you too long. Plus, I also have to go to bed too because we are. Uh, getting older in our lives <laughs> no whatever suits your schedule it's always a pleasure michael i'm always happy to hang out with you and you know talk talk about whatever so yeah it's it's been a don't let me keep you uh, it's been a joy to be to be hanging out shooting the breeze again so. well we definitely have to make this less than a year this time <laughs> it's always fun and uh so obviously skyrim book club still going on and uh can uh, other people contribute how do you work that still um... oh no that's still that's still ongoing for sure okay. i mean um so the, the email address to get to get started is sort of skyrim book club at gmail.com if that's how you want to get in touch with me or of course twitter slash skyrim book club you know i mean that that that's mostly just updates and like you know, the odd funny story or whatever <laughs> about, about the show. Really, like, follow that if you want a link right when an episode goes live and you want to hear a few sort of, like, jokes about my character from time to time. But I answer it. I pay attention to it. I mean, this is how you got in touch with me to get me on the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's definitely a way that, that if people want to contribute, by all means, you can catch me there live. I say email me at skyrimbookclub at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, I'm okay with that. I'll, I'll admit I've fallen a little bit behind on my Google Doc about what's been read and what hasn't. 
but um, but yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm always happy to to take new contributors. I mean, I'm sure people get tired of my voice <laughs> from time to time, so it's nice to have some fresh blood in there. And uh, I mean, sure, like I said this sort of the last time, right? But the idea is that like there's nothing to it. Like if I can do it, you can do it. And you know, don't worry about your microphone and blah blah blah. Like mm-hmm. I've I've learned enough now. I can sort of clean up a bit of background noise up, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, just if if you know you've you've had a book that you've always liked and you don't see it in the feed and you want to read it, you know, by all means, uh, get in touch with me and we'll we'll arrange something, put you on the show. Uh, basically, I've since since you and I talked last, mm-hmm. like I've learned that podcasting is about scratching the other guy's back because you're often doing stuff for free for each other. So like anybody that has like something that they want to like related that they want to promote. Like if you're doing a show, I'll give like, I'll give you a custom intro is what I'm driving at. So like, huh. I'm happy to help. I want to sort of encourage that. Um, you know, I mean, we're just, we're just looking to build an archive, like for the community, you know, it'll, it'll run its course. Then I'll sort of, I'll find a way to archive it or digitize it somewhere where I don't have to like pay to host it, but it will just yeah, exist yeah. in perpetuity. Where it just exists. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like I just keep it out there. I mean, you know, my goal is to be the person who completes this. That would be amazing. Uh, yeah, I want yeah. I want to get them, you know, all but sort of the ones that are unreadable. I want to get it all yeah. done in in one spot. So, so yeah, absolutely, I'm happy to take contributors. Uh, you know, feel free, um, you know, and uh, you know, email me, and we'll we'll go from there. Uh, that is awesome. And also, uh, make sure you leave reviews on iTunes and stuff. It helps people find, um, whether it be Scare Book Club or this show or uh, Character Crusade or whatever. You know, whatever you're listening to, it helps people find it. Um, it just, it, I don't know what the metric they use, is, but apparently it helps people find it on the search results. So it's kind of like the black sacrament, you yeah, know, like really know how it works, but nobody works. really knows, but we all assume it works that way. We could all be completely wrong, but we assume that, uh, you know, that kind of works that way and it, it helps out. And uh, well, the thing I love is that. Uh, we can all come together for all the shows or whatever and just like talk and like whatever and like, hey, they do their show. Let's have them on or have that. You know, that that's the good part about podcasting. That's that's really what I enjoy. Yeah. And again, I want to thank you for sort of like welcoming me into that world. You know, like you put me in touch with the character say guys after fashion and stuff. Uh, you introduced me to Keek's Quest. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. I've listened to it yes. now. Uh, you know, and like I say, and you've been, you've been very, very gracious about like, sort of promoting what I'm doing over here and sort of, you know, what the people that have contributed as well are doing. Yeah. So, so that's, that's been really awesome. But yeah, it's nice to sort of, and it's, it's, I don't know exactly how to say this, but like you talk earlier that like there's like five live shows or something around <laughs> this game. Now it's kind of neat to like, search for skyrim it is itunes and like and there's this sort of like four or five or six or whatever going on and like you very quickly learn that they all kind of know each other (laughs) that is yeah no no no. so i thought that was really cool i thought that was really cool yeah really yeah i mean i i think i've had contact with pretty much all of them because uh you know there's not that many of us (laughs) except for the shows that ended early on um obviously yeah yeah when when it first started but yeah i'm just so glad i didn't hit pod fade yeah, that's always so hard. Like, I, I'm I mean, astounded that I yeah. didn't do it. Like my goal. I sorry. I know. You, I know you need to go, but oh, no, like, no. The, like this show was a success for me because it survived. That's like it. I'm a yeah. great starter of things. Like my guys <laughs> get to level twenty, right, and that's it. But I'm so pleased that like I've just like that was sort of the personal reason to do it was just can I take on a long project? And I mean, like we're literally like the rock is about to get to the peak of the hill and start rolling down the other side. So I think you know, cross fingers crossed, you know. 
you have that momentum to, now. Like, yeah. To do that. And then to have just like, you know, like you've been going strong, you know, others have been going strong the whole way. So, so it's nice to just have that enduring sort of community in that niche, you know? Yeah. That, well, that's the thing that keeps it going. Like if it wasn't for the community, I probably would have died off at some point, <laughs> admittedly as well. Uh, it's tough. Yeah. It, sometimes it just gets tough. You're like, man, uh, God, I got to schedule something. I got to do something. And it's not like it's a chore in any way or whatsoever. If it was a chore, believe me, I wouldn't do it. But um, it, yeah, nobody works this hard for free. Yeah, you better yeah, like it, right? you, better, <laughs> yeah. you better like what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's part of enjoying it. It's part of just uh, you know being able to talk to people or you know knowing people you enjoy what you're doing and listening to it, whether you know whichever type of show we're doing. So that's that's, that's really a good thing. That's that's kind of what keeps it going for sure. Yeah, well, and I'll say this sort of live, you know, before we finish. It's like, don't ever be afraid to, like, reach out. Like, you just joked about how you would stumble over, like, Dave's writings or whatever. Mm -hmm. If you ever want any content like that, let me know. Oh, yeah, yeah. 100%. Like, if you've got something that you want to, that you want added to the show, I'd be happy to sort of, you know, like, pay back in kind. Because you've always been pretty awesome to me. And you've been a real sort of, you know, you've talked to me up on the internet. And you're name dropping. You know, you've been pretty awesome to me. So I'd be, I'd be really happy to repay the favor if you had something. You know that you were doing that you wanted just drops for your show, oh, anything, awesome. anything. I mean, that's I'll leave that to to you to think about. But yeah, just okay. in that spirit of, of we're sort of a little niche community, if you will. Yeah. Don't ever be afraid to just send me a message, ask me to do something for you. I'll be glad to. Oh, awesome! Yeah, no, I appreciate that very much. Yeah, no, I love the show. That's why. I mean, I'm like, and plus, I just love when people do stuff. So I'm like, always want to, you know, <laughs> just help in some way. Because I'm like, that's that's what for me. That's what podcasting's about. Yeah, I, I come from that kind of. Uh, DIY uh, punk background in my early days. So it, that's kind of what that whole world was built on, you know, people coming together from all, you know, sending postcards to each other and traveling cross country and staying on people's couches. <laughs> so yeah, long before the internet. So it, it's kind of a, it, it was like Airbnb when it was still cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was like Airbnb in the back of maximum rock and roll in uh, 1990. <laughs> Just randomly plop onto somebody's couch somewhere in the middle of some town that you had no idea. But uh, <laughs> but uh, that, that's kind of where I come at it from. So that's why I just appreciate when anybody's doing anything. And I'm just like, you know, however they want to do it, you know, it, it's like it's just cool to see people doing it. That's 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 just kind of where I, I come from it at. So, yeah, I know it's awesome. I think you're really uh, you're a really good, solid part of of the of the larger community as far as i'm concerned so yeah thank you it's That's all i gotta say thank you yeah. yeah it's a weird thing i well i actually just got it's weird when i went away on vacation uh, my my giant tree vacation as we uh discussed earlier <laughs> my vacation of giant trees i actually uh like every time i travel somewhere i there's people i know from not just not from this podcast in particular but from that world from the world in general podcasting world in general uh, when I was in California, at least I met up with at least five people that I've known from because of podcasting. So podcasts are like the 21st century postcard. Pretty you're much, sleeping, yeah. You're sleeping on their yeah. couch, but you don't sleep on the serial killer fan couch. That is true. Well, you that, know, you, you can, want to watch those people. You can actually do research now, see if people are real. Uh, <laughs> I've watched a lot of catfish. I know how to do these things. Right. Fantastic. <laughs> Well, you'll enjoy my next. Uh, you'll enjoy my next uh, show. After this, I'm going to start doing a, a hard, a hard hitting investigative report into all the Dark Brotherhood murders. Oh, <laughs> that would be an amazing like 
remember Skyrim Cops? It would be kind of right? an amazing version of that, I think. <laughs> I haven't seen. I have, okay, man, that's great. I got to Google that now when we get off. Yeah. Here. Oh Skyrim yeah, you got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's. Absolutely. <laughs> no, Skyrim Cops is pretty good, <laughs> but yeah, no, like investigating the Dark Brotherhood murders would be pretty amazing. And then like you're just standing there and you're uh, you're. Your Dark Brotherhood shrouded armor, like right next to it, like I, I have no idea what happened. I just, <laughs> well, you gotta get, well, you, you gotta get like, like the typical, like the quintessential white one guard, right? You gotta yeah, get him, yes. right? And then like the buddy cop is that like loser in front of Riften who he has never actually managed to bribe a single player. Never. Ever. You're like, I'm telling, no, I don't tell. I'm gonna open the fence. So he's he's like the comic relief. Yep. Because, you know what I mean? So he's he's the one standing there looking over his shoulder at the assassin going, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever. Like, they, you got to put those two guys together. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see anything? I don't know. I didn't see anything. <laughs> I used to be an investigator until I took one in the vest. And, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whatever. Right now, they, you know, now he's coming out from behind the desk or whatever. Right? Oh man. Yeah. No. Definitely check out Skyrim Cops. I got. I got to okay. it. It's a. It's right, a good awesome. time. It's a good time. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. I gotta. I gotta do that straight oh. away. Yeah, it's worthwhile. <laughs> I think there's a bunch of episodes. Uh, I forget who did it. I, I can't remember offhand. But uh, um, so anyway, remember, Skyrim Book Club, SkyrimBookClub.ca, if I'm correct. Yeah, you can um, find us on iTunes as well. iTunes, obviously, the iTunes search, the you know your normal podcatcher that most of them aggregate from there anyway. Um, and uh, Twitter, as we mentioned, Skyrim Book Club. Google Play. Google Play, Google Play, yeah. Have it, have it in your pocket. With a, if you don't have an iPhone, have it in your pocket on your Android. That is true. Man. You can walk the dog and listen to the history of the Red Rant. Yes, yes. Oh, and uh, somebody said, oh, who is it? Oh, God. Uh, Adam said he also, uh, he, he, he likes to grab a few and listen to them at, at a time as well. He had mentioned that earlier in the, the uh, thread I put in the Facebook group uh, to mention we were going to be recording later. So. Because oh, yeah. awesome. it was it was actually a big discussion something I forget what it was but that's what triggered me um, doing these next two shows uh, talking about different podcasts and stuff so but thank you again for hopping on uh, I'm going to end the live feed here and uh, I'll uh, stop the recording but we'll still be here so thank you everybody for listening and uh, check out the other shows asapodcasting.com uh, Fallout Feed, My Journey to System Fibrosis, uh, Game Talk, Mod Talk, um, oh, Chatterbox, which I do, which I forgot about. <laughs> Thankfully, Mikhail will never hear this and never yell at me. So, but really, this is an episode of Chatterbox. This is what we've done. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Those go off the rails. We had a chicken die on one episode this year. All right. Goodbye. Everyone. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Skyrim Addict. You can find all of our contact information, YouTube channel information, as well as other shows over at asapodcasting.com, including our newest show, The Fallout Feed. Special thanks to Claire Lafar for the show's artwork. You can find her stuff at etsy.com slash mayafireprints, M-A-I-A-F-I-R-E-P-R-I-N-T-S. And a thank you to Dan Bull for the use of his music in the roundtable open and close. You can find him on YouTube or iTunes. Just search Dan Bull. Once again, thanks for listening, and uh, later, everyone. We literally did. Uh, they, kill, they kill you in Riverwood for that. Yeah, yeah. That. Well, Michaela lives on a farm in uh, Richmond. 
just outside of Vancouver. Okay. And uh, so she raised chickens, and um, <laughs> she was nursing a baby—not yeah, nursing herself, obviously—but she was nursing a baby chick, keeping it warm, holding it, and it was like chirping during an episode, and then it like stopped it. We had no idea. So then, like the next time we were talking, she's like, "Oh no, it died during the show." And we're like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so yeah, we had a we had a death on the show. So there was that. My goodness, just the activists that must have come out. Yeah, the only thing that stinks about the Facebook Live is the I'm the only one. So like when we record, I'm the only one on video. Uh, I did it for. Uh, the chatterbox last week so everybody's talking and i'm on video so i had to like uh even when i wasn't talking for 20 minutes like do something <laughs> and it look entertaining yeah yeah and not look like wander off or like pick my nose or or something like that <laughs> so, you have to look engaged <laughs> like yeah. ah hey pantomime yeah meanwhile like, i'm trying not get it trying to not get spoiled on tv shows that other people are talking about <laughs> that i might watch at some point <laughs> But that I would probably forget that they talked about anyway. So, I mean, really, I could have just listened. Yeah, uh, fair enough. <laughs> all right. Let me play the open here. <laughs> 